It's just me this week, Tiffany Roosh here. And I am sharing with you a very interesting experience I had when leaving my place of employment. Now, I've left some serious names out of this to protect them and my place of employment because all you really need to know is the situation and how I handled it. I'm not taking any disciplinary action. I'm not seeking any sort of damages or intending any malicious intent with this. It's actually quite the contrary. I want to share with you why the words kill them with kindness, even though it seems like such a schoolyard expression that you probably haven't even heard since you were in school, probably even primary school. Well, that is the caliber of the situation that I was facing at work for my last week. And I wanted to share with you how I handled it and offer some advice about if you're going through something that is so petty in schoolyard, kill them with kindness. So first up, I've got a journal entry of the way I was feeling the day a certain bullying happened to me. And then we'll go into the story of how I fought fire with kindness. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. Legitimately. I have to say to myself, the only thing that's in my head right now is I wouldn't be going through this if I couldn't handle it. And holy shit, today has been one of those intense, crazy, amazing days. And amazing, definitely exaggerating it. Crazy, definitely under-exaggerating it. And started off well enough, went for a walk, you know, meditated, felt pretty good, got into work and again felt all right. It wasn't until towards the end of the day that I decided to take a stand. So for my last week at my current place of employment, I guess I've made it a little bit clear that I don't want to be there. But do you know what? It's not an uncommon mentality that people have. As soon as I voice that, people are in agreement. but I guess I'm at the point of showing it. And that's never something I guess that is accepted widely from my superiors. The past three months, I have been doing a job that I didn't ask for, I didn't get asked to do. I was just told I was doing it, had no say in whether or not it was happening. I just got given marching orders to do a countdown show on a Sunday. And normally I would take it on the chin. I have been doing the show as has been requested of me and doesn't bother me too much. I quite enjoy doing the show. But as my last day is Friday, to me, it didn't feel right. To have to pre-record, which is the normal process, is on a Friday, I would pre-record this show to go out on Sunday. And then I'd be back in work for Monday and all would be good again. But now, as I am leaving my current place of employment, they are insisting that I do that show again. And to me, it feels like a slap in the face because I acknowledge, I've been speaking to an audience of people for the past 12 months or however long I've been on drive, people have gotten to know my voice. I say goodbye and I want to do it justice. I want to say goodbye to the people who tune in on their way home every day and listen to me. And the fact that I'm going to go and say goodbye on Friday afternoon and then be back on the radio on Sunday does not make sense. And anyone in their right mind 
drive home regularly all the time and you believe that I come in on a Sunday every week to host this countdown show, right? It would be stupid. It would make the station look stupid for someone who you've been listening to and connecting with on your drive home to say goodbye and say, hey, I'm moving to New Zealand. Today's my last day. Have a nice life, Wollongong. And back on the radio the following Sunday. It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. So I voiced these concerns to the person who should have been doing it, and fair enough, she's got a lot on her plate, and I can't ask her to do it. She's already taken over my job for when I leave, right? Got nothing against her. I then voice my concerns because we didn't have a resolution to my boss. He didn't give me a solution, and I told him I wasn't doing it. Then the big boss of the station pulled me into his office, snarled at me, tried to politely explain that most people know that the Sunday show has been pre-recorded, which is a whole crock of bullshit, and then proceeded to tell me that there was no one else in the station that could do it when the radio station is made up, like half a sales team are ex-announcers. There's five other announcers in the building that could do a two-hour pre-recorded show, yet there is no one else in the building. He himself, the man giving me these orders, could do the show. I wasn't even asked. So I'm sitting in there and I'm going, huh, this is where you really think of me. It's really nice to know how much my time, my past 12 months here on this station that I have worked for, this is the value you put on me. I am literally nothing to you. Fair enough. So I'm sitting there going, nah, not doing it. And it was very heated. I'm watching his face, seeing the the intent in the eyes. And I'm just there like, what do I do? Don't even know what to do. Brings it back down to like a bullying kind of aspect. I felt victimized. I felt harassed. And the fact that I couldn't leave, I'm sitting in this office and there's nothing that I can do or say. He's not backing down. And I'm like, well, I don't even know how to get out of this situation. I said no. I gave my reason why I don't want to do it. I couldn't leave. So I I caved. I said I was going to do it. And then I proceeded to get angry and cry about it. <laughs> And I think the the really uh, the reality of it is, and what everyone has since told me in the place, because there are people who have been fucked over worse than that. I've heard stories, countless stories about how my current place of employment has uh, really not been good to a lot of the people that work there. And yet they are still there. And it's like, do I even go and take a stand? Do I fight fire with fire, try and pull some shit? so that I can, I don't know, stoop down to their level? Do I take it? And yet here I am, feeling depleted, actually not excited about life, and not really wanting to go into work, heavily considering calling in sick as a silent little rebellion, because what are they going to do about it? I've been preparing for today for about a month I guess I didn't actually see it coming the way that it would kind of come to me. But today was my last day in my current job. It marks the end of my full-time work right now um, at a radio station in Wollongong. But it was a really big deal for me because of the events of the past week. And not just because of that, but because of the past 12 months they really shaped me as a person. You know, if I didn't come to Wollongong and start working for this radio station and find out that 
the type of radio that I was making was unfulfilling and therefore I needed a creative outlet, I wouldn't have started making a podcast. You know, I wouldn't have gone out in search of fulfillment in ways other than my work like fitness, friends, food, joy, exercise, mindfulness, you know, like I feel like I've really developed in the mindful scape and mindset landscape in the past 12 months. It's been, I hate using the word exponential, but it's one of those words that it really does feel like the growth in my life has been exponential. And my job at this radio station has really facilitated that. And that I am very grateful for. But I'm also very grateful to be leaving it, mainly because of the toxic work environment and not just because of the office politics, because, okay, they're there, nowhere near as bad as when the uh, certain members of staff are away. But it's definitely a vibe that is in the place that starts at the top and trickles down to every aspect that I have found in my situation. So I got to a point where I was journaling tonight and instead of writing down amazing things that happened, because so many amazing things happen, I wanted to start appreciating the wins no matter how big or small. So I started journaling wins instead of amazing things. And I went to, I couldn't even like write down the amazing win that today was I think mainly because I'm so proud of it and I feel like I do really need to commit it to voice, uh, first of all, because it's therapy for me to actually say it out loud, but second of all, because I want to remember this moment and that's why I'm sharing it now with you in this massive long-winded intro, but I'd really love to share with you the win of me leaving my job on a high note after being made to feel heavily degraded walked all over like I was nothing by members of management in the week a couple of days ago, as you would have heard in my previous journal entry. There was so much emotion of me feeling like crap and wanting to sort of burn my bridges. I was so ready to never show up to work again the following day on Thursday. But I did. I went to work. I did my bit. I said my piece. And I think it's an amazing win and a true showing of my resilience and my courage. Like I write affirmations and one of them is I am vibrant, daring, courageous and connected and courageous. I feel like I kind of expressed that today. I wanted to end the day and end my time on a high note. So when people leave my workplace, the whole office puts on a bit of like lunch kind of thing. Sometimes there's cake, sometimes there's other things. But today there was a bit of a lunch for everyone. There was like chopped up pieces of breaded, uh, like savory things. And then there were little sweets, little cupcake treats. But then there was also just this little tray of gluten-free treats. And I hardly ever get to eat gluten-free treats, mainly because when these events sort of happens, the person organizing them has so much on her mind that she doesn't actually remember. And fair enough, I give her shit for it, but I guess, you know, she doesn't have to deal with that now that I don't work there anymore. But then, you know, management gives a speech and says, hey, you'll be sorely missed, blah, 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 says, usually says really nice things. And then the, the person leaving often says nice things. And that's kind of like the marking of the end of someone's time. And I'd been through it a few times. We'd have had a few people kind of come and go in my 12 months at the radio station that I work for. With all of that, I decided that having been made to feel so incredibly wronged and degraded and like nothing and like my past 12 months hadn't been worth anything, I could take 
two choices. I could be malicious. I could sink down to the level of the people who made me feel that way, or I could choose the high road. And it took me a while and I had to really think about it. But I decided to choose the high road because I feel great about it now. And I don't think I'd feel very good if I'd chosen to sink down to their level. So I wrote a speech, a speech that I know made me feel good, didn't say anything malicious, insinuated a whole lot. But I'm going to read it for you now because I feel very proud about it. And uh, yeah, let me just get into it. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing the experience of my 12 months here. It's been a roller coaster of amazing shit and fun times and everything in between. I definitely ad-libbed this whole speech, but, you know, there's something along these lines. Um, when people told me what it was like to work at this radio station, I didn't know what to expect. But I'm glad I came here to find out for myself. To my direct boss, thank you for bringing me here. I would have never discovered the gorgeous little town that is Wollongong or started a podcast. To the two people that are above my direct boss and therefore in charge, giving off the vibe that in my eyes make it a very toxic environment, thank you. By the way, I am choosing not to mention names here as a way of saving face for whoever's listening and if you can put two and two together that is totally fine I'm just saving names because there are people's names you don't need to know but I want to tell you the story so to the two people at the top who have wronged me and made me feel like a worthless piece of shit thank you but more importantly I forgive you for making this place what it is And it was at that point in the room, standing in the boardroom, where everyone else that works in the office was standing there watching me give this speech. There was a couple of laughs, a couple of, you know, a couple of gasps, because they all knew what I was saying to those people, to the two people at the top. Thank you. And I forgive you for making this place what it is. To a sales guy, I forgive you for all the crazy, zany live reads and OB craziness. To the girl that often forgets me at events like this, I forgive you for forgetting me and the fact that I'm a celiac at things like this. I definitely don't forgive you, Dave Clarkie, because I know there'll be some hating tomorrow after tonight's antics at the bar that we're going to go and celebrate my last day. Uh, To Lydia, thank you for sticking out your neck for me every chance you get. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to reciprocate it that much. Same goes for you, Chris. To Sue, Karen, Robbie, G, Sam, Andy, Frank, Richard, Jen, Tony, Rob, Glenn, George, Barry, and Trav, everyone else. Thank you for the smiles, the awkward hellos. I could never keep track of who I've said hello to on any given day and who I haven't. I really appreciate you all being here in this room today. Thank you for being on this part of my journey with me, and I hope the rest of your misadventures are as fruitful, fulfilling, and abundant as your will to make it happen. Now, I said that to end my time, to show my gratitude, but also to show that I'm not going to sit here, stand here, leave here without saying my piece and that recognizing that as much as I don't like what's happening, I'm leaving, I'm leaving on a high note by showing and by actually saying. It took a bit of work to actually really feel like I, I am forgiving the people that had wronged me in the office. 
But I definitely do. And, you know, it took me a while to write it down. Like I had to write it down and actually feel what it was like to be forgiving these people who I feel wronged me. And to say those words confidently it took a lot. And I don't even know if I did it confidently, but I think I uh, I might have actually masked how unconfidently I said it. And therefore, people took it at face value when they understood me as just actually saying it. But I definitely did feel like I was offering up that forgiveness. And whether or not they take it, whether or not they even feel like they needed to say sorry, which neither of them did, everybody left the room very quickly after I made that speech. So I don't know if it was a hit or not. But the people that mattered came up to me and had a bit of a chuckle about the fact, about the comment that I made. And it was almost like a form of solidarity. And I love the fact that I was able to connect with the people because the people who I said that I forgave, they're the people that need to be apologizing to everyone else in the workplace. But I didn't need that apology. I forgive them anyway. And I think the people who came up to me and said to me, this is who you are, like this is awesome, had a bit of a laugh with me about the comment that I made. They're the ones that need the apology from them. They'll probably never get it. And I don't think they actually care about it. But that's the proximity of how much wrong has been done by the people up top to my comrades and and the people that I work with. So it was a very interesting time and it was a definite win. And I just want to be able to share that with you because if you're going through shit right now, all you can do to make yourself feel better is, first of all, take yourself out of the situation. That's what I did. You know, there were certain circumstances that I had to continue being in the situation. But as soon as I was able to physically leave my work and get out of there, I was feeling better. I was debriefing. So yeah, so that's number one when you're going through something pretty super adverse like terrible things happening to you at work, people bullying you, people saying um, terrible things to you, people not even saying terrible things but making you do things that you're not okay with. Take yourself out of the situation. Then look inwards. Figure out what you can do and how you can make yourself safe and be at peace with the situation that is happening to you or that has happened to you. Let the moment pass, reflect on the situation and then come at it with kindness. Kill them with kindness is really something. It sounds so petty and little, but right now, today, having killed them with kindness, I feel really fucking good. So if There's a couple things that I can tell you about whether or not you're leaving a place or whether or not you're just going through something terrible. Kill it with kindness because you will leave that situation once it all blows over like today. And I never, ever thought I would see the end of today the way it came out and the way it actually happened. Never in my mind would I have predicted that it ended the way that it did. But I'm very glad and proud of myself that I was able to leave a very adverse, stressful situation where I could have told everybody to go fuck themselves and burnt so many bridges. And I didn't. And if this can be an example for you, if you're going through some shit, you'll feel so much better if you kill them with kindness. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.